Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Matthew. Hey everybody, good morning. You are listening to the P40 Ministries podcast, and this, as always, is your host, Jen. And we are going to be discussing Matthew this morning because today is Tuesday. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, for those of you who are just tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast this morning, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do a New Testament episode, and then Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I do an Old Testament episode. So since today is Tuesday, we are going to be discussing Matthew. Matthew chapter 17, verses 24 through 27, and this will finish out this chapter of the Bible. As always, I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible, but that doesn't mean you have to. You can read out of whatever version you prefer. I usually only read out of the W.E.B. version because it is fully 100% in the public domain, and I do not have to um, get permission to read out of that particular version of the Bible. But if I were to read out of the NLT or some other version like that, I would have to get some sort of written permission in order for me to actually read the Bible over over the air the way I have been. But without further ado, let's go ahead and start reading this. When they had come to Capernaum, those who collected the didrachma coins came to Peter and said, Doesn't your teacher pay the didrachma? He said, Yes. When he came into the house, Jesus anticipated him, saying, What do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth receive toll or tribute? From their children or from strangers? Peter said to him, From strangers. Jesus said to him, Therefore, the children are exempt. But lest we cause them to stumble, go to the sea, cast a hook, and take up the first fish that comes up. When you have opened its mouth, you will find a stator coin. Take that and give it to them for me and for you. Because of the ancient context of this passage of scripture, I actually had to look up this story and kind of figure out what exactly they were talking about with all these different coins in this particular passage. So firstly, they mention in verse 24, the didrachma coin. Now the didrachma coin from my research is two drachmas. So it was typically used, this particular coin was typically used as a tax for the temple. So this was called a temple tax. And typically, this tax would have happened about a month before Passover. And it was very, very disputed at the time. In fact, the Sadducees, which we have talked about a little bit, the Sadducees disagreed with this particular temple tax, and many other people did as well. So when these two men confront Peter, they say, doesn't your teacher pay this temple tax the way everybody is supposed to? So they're kind of insulting Peter a little bit, kind of insulting Jesus and being like, hmm, doesn't look like your teacher's paying the taxes like he should be. But Peter says, no, he pays them. And after this, he goes into this house where Jesus is waiting for him and he knows everything that had just happened between Peter and this particular tax collector. And he says to them, so let me ask you a question, Peter. 
when you think of a king, who typically gives those kings their tax money? Do the sons of the kings give the tax money or do the strangers? And Peter answers him immediately. And he's like, well, from strangers, of course, that's where the king gets his money. And that's where the king gets his taxes. It's from the strangers of everybody that lives in the city. And Jesus is like, exactly. <laughs> Typically, the children don't pay the taxes that the king sets into place. So he says to Peter, he's basically using this as a parable to teach Peter, I don't really have to pay this temple tax. It's God's house. God is the king. And I am God's son. So why would I have to pay this temple tax that they want me to pay? And he basically says, the children are exempt from this tax, which means I should also be exempt from this tax. But the people of this earth don't recognize me as God's son. So he says to them in verse 27, so if we cause them to stumble, that's not going to be any good. So we have to pay this tax. Even though I am exempt from this tax, we should still pay it so that people don't think that they don't have to pay taxes. We all need to pay our taxes is what he's saying. In fact, Jesus often talks about paying taxes and giving to Caesar what is Caesar's. Jesus never once rebelled against earthly rulers. He never did. He often said, listen to your earthly rulers and um, obey them. In fact, there are verses in the Bible that say to obey the earthly rulers. And Jesus says later on, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. So basically, these, this tax money has Caesar's face on it anyway. Just give it back to him. It's Caesar's. So just give it to him. So Jesus is telling people from then to now to just listen to governing authorities, even though we might think it's stupid, even though Jesus didn't have to pay this tax because he was God's son, Jesus still did it. And in fact, he went above and beyond in order to pay this tax. And he says to Peter, God is going to provide this tax for us. And he says, Peter, go to the sea, cast in a hook and take up the first fish that you catch. And there is going to be a coin in its mouth, and that will be able to pay for both of us. Now, I want to mention that this temple tax that uh, typically happened this time of Jesus's life was actually two days of wages. So this was a lot of money to pay for a temple, and uh, it was just a lot of money. So Jesus is paying for both himself and for Peter with this tax by leaning on God's provision. And I can't stress that enough. Jesus always leaned on God's provision. And that's what he's doing right here. You know, Jesus, when he came to earth, he wasn't coming to earth as a king. He didn't have a ton of money. He didn't have uh, a ton of possessions, nothing like that. In fact, he didn't even have a house to lay his head down in is what the Bible says. So the fact that he is leaning on God to provide this money for them is just a picture of how we are supposed to lean on God since God is our father. You know, God adopted all of us and we are supposed to lean on God the way Jesus did. Jesus is our example to live by. So when Jesus fully 100% asks for God to 
provide for him and to provide for Peter. He is giving us an example of how we are supposed to live and the kind of provision we are supposed to be asking from God in order for him to provide for us. We aren't supposed to worry about everything. So when Peter does this, he goes and he casts in his line, takes out a fish, and there's that coin in the fish's mouth. And so that's implied that that happened. It's just a crazy thing. You know, God can provide in the most unique ways that we could never ever imagine or ever think of. You know, we don't go around fishing and finding coins in those fish's mouths. We never do that. So this was a very unique thing that God did to provide that tax money for Jesus and for Peter. Four whole days worth of wages. So we need to have faith that God's going to provide for us the same way that he provided for Jesus and for Peter, this ridiculous temple tax. Because, you know, God provides in the most unique ways, the most unique and wonderful ways. So this here is just a story about God's provision here in the Bible. But we finished out Matthew chapter 17 today, and we're going to move right into Matthew chapter 18 going forward. So join me on Thursday, and we will be discussing that at 6 a.m. And uh, tune in then. Just a quick update on my coloring books. I submitted them to Amazon to get pre-approved and they did not pre-approve them. So I have to go back in and fix a few things and uh, the website crashed and it's just been a whole ordeal and oh my goodness, I have been so stressed out and so angry at (laughs) Amazon and Kindle and all that good stuff. This is my first time using them and I already can't stand it. It is frustrating me to no end and their website has been down now for hours and I'm trying to just get these books uploaded. I just want to be done with them. (laughs) That being said though, once they're out and once I'm finished with everything, I am sure I'm going to be very happy that I worked through this project and continued with it and all that good stuff. But right now I am just wanting to get these books out there and done so that you guys can see them. And I'm just anxious to finish them and to just um, get them out to the public so that people can be fulfilled by them. Both children and adults as well can be fulfilled by these books that P40 Ministries has created with the help of God. Be looking for those. I will continue to update everybody on those and when they are coming out. But until then, I'm just going to ask that you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Happy listening, and God bless.